I have a serious question for you. The date is January 25th, 2023. If you made any New Year's resolutions or set any goals at the start of the new year, how are you doing? Are you crushing it? Or perhaps you've already thrown in the towel. Look, I am not judging you. Matter of fact, if and only if you have thrown in the towel, I am actually here to celebrate you. Way to be brave and change your mind. Throw fear out the window and say, hey, I quit. This episode is for all the quitters. The ones on the fence about it. The ones that can't stop thinking about it. And a tribute to those who've long since typed up their two weeks. I agree, sometimes we give up far too soon. Right before fruition even. But more often, we hang on to things way past the expiration date. Allow me to offer you a new perspective on what it truly means to quit. Welcome health professionals to Chart Life Podcast, where it's all about you. Your stories of challenges and triumphs with news and resources tailored to you. I'm your host, Chantel Howard. Thanks for joining me. It goes something like this. If you put horizontal handles on a door, most people will automatically do what? Push or pull? They'll push. While a vertical handle, one that goes up and down, gives people the impression to pull instead. But say things are switched around one day, the horizontal handle is substituted for a vertical one. And to make up for it, there's a sign that says push. What will the people do? Will they push or will they pull? Even with a sign, most will still pull. Dr. Batalden said, every system is perfectly designed to get the results it gets. Now, this can be applied to just about every aspect of our lives, but boy is it befitting to the things occurring in healthcare today. There are many things we may use as a cover or band-aid, but none of it solves the problem, does it? It needs to address the heart of the issue. And I hate to break it to you, but no pizza party or fine catering can fix this. You're listening to Chart Life Podcast, and I'm Chantel. This is a rendition of a previous episode on everyday colloquies called When Quitting is Winning. Here are some shocking stats for you. Although nothing seems to shock us anymore. According to The Atlantic, 300,000 nurses have quit their jobs since the pandemic. Every nine in 10 nurses has considered leaving. And that's just the start. I previously mentioned that the rate of mental illness among health professionals has increased exponentially. Therapy Aid Coalition reports, there's been an increase in the following since 2019. 
PTSD and trauma, a 155% increase among health professionals, a 115% increase in moral injury, 113% increase in burnout, a 90% increase in depression, and a 44% increase in suicidal thoughts. Do you make up part of these statistics? Because I do. Nursing and healthcare in general have always been a revolving door. People come and people go. Except this time. This time. They're leaving and they're not coming back. At least until there are fundamental changes to the system. January 17th marked the first public hearing for Senate Bill 5236, the bill that aims to establish and implement safer nurse-to-patient ratio faces an uphill battle. The Washington State Hospital Association has furiously opposed the bill for reasons they say would not resolve the issues that the system is currently facing. KGW8 shares more. It's a chance to sort of repair uh, the nursing workforce to give hospitals an opportunity to start staffing up to meet those requirements and a way to keep nurses, to retain nurses at the bedside. David Keepnews is executive director of the Washington State Nurses Association, which has about 16,000 members. He says, unlike a bill that ultimately failed in Olympia last year, SB 5236 does not set the standards, but has the state develop them over the next two years with input from everyone involved, including hospital management. But the Washington State Hospital Association does not support the bill. Its legislative agenda focuses on attracting more people to nursing and creating a statewide group to innovate new ways to manage staffing. Writing in part, mandated hospital staffing ratios do nothing to address the challenges facing the entire healthcare system. The bill would impose rigid one-size-fits-all ratios on hospitals across the state, regardless of the experience of nurses or complexity of the patients. Merrick argues standards must be set by the state to attract, retain, and bring back nurses. An unprecedented nurse strike in New York led by over 7,000 ultimately came to an end after a historic win for nurses, patients, and the greater community. Here's Governor Kathy Hochul on the Politico. Because our nurses, even before the pandemic, but my God, during that pandemic, they suffered, they worked so hard. They saw such death, devastation, and they just kept showing up. And now, as we enter the three-year contract, they'll receive a well-deserved 19% pay increase here. Also better benefits, higher wages for those with higher education, and again, a working environment that allows them to focus on patient care. Pat Cullen, RCN General Secretary says, nurses are not relishing this. We are acting with a very heavy heart. It is a tragic first for the profession. Nursing staff on the picket lines is a sign of failure on the part of the government. We've all heard of the nursing crisis and the staffing shortage in healthcare, but that shortage is the direct result of another shortage. Maybe you've heard of it too. 
shortage in our pay, shortage of respect for us as individuals, shortage in common sense safety measures that allows health professionals to provide effective and safe care to our patients and communities. There's a problem when hospitals have seen record number profits, yet those that have contributed the most to its success don't get to share in that. Make it make sense. My last shift as a bedside nurse was one for the books. I went to work at 6 a.m. and left at nearly 11 p.m. But I made sure that the last thing I did was take the time to type up my two weeks. Quitter. That always has such a nasty ring, doesn't it? Quitting is often associated with being weak, a failure, and maybe incompetent. How many of you, if someone came to you with significant concerns about a job or a specific situation, would not choose to listen with compassion and maybe even come to the conclusion, hey, you should do what's best for you, even if that means quitting. Why then do we tell ourselves a different narrative? We've romanticized the health profession. It even comes with an honorary title, hero. Let me read you what vocabulary.com says is a definition of a hero. A large sandwich made of a long crusty roll split lengthways and filled with meats and cheese. You, my friend, are the meat. The title hero is usually given to someone who has persisted despite the odds, despite it being unbearable, unfathomable, uninhabitable. You've persisted even when the situation has been detrimental to your mental health, your physical health, and at the expense of your own needs. But despite those odds, you have pressed on. It's almost a mind game because identifying as that can actually trap you into staying in a toxic situation when in fact, the right move is to remove yourself from the environment. And sometimes that looks like quitting. Refuse to stay in a toxic environment due to your pride. And if we're being real, oftentimes it's not even us. We fear what others may think. Maybe your family, friends, or colleagues. I've got news for you. You're never in control of that. Let it go. Making the decision to quit a job is tough. But if you do come to that conclusion, here are a few tips from BetterUp on how to quit your job. Before making any significant decisions like this, it's essential to take ownership of whatever conclusion you come to. Make sure that quitting is something that you really want to do. Set aside adequate time to weigh the pros and cons and have a secure backup plan. BetterUp suggests number one, be sure in your decision. Be transparent and speak with your supervisor or boss. 
Know what it is that you do want. Decide on the things you aren't willing to compromise in case you receive a counteroffer. Give at least a two weeks notice. And here's one that I think every facility should do. Complete an exit interview because this does two things. It allows the employee a chance to be heard while giving the facility insight into why you're leaving and ways in which they can improve. You can also write a resignation letter. And last but certainly not least, before you go, don't forget to ask for a reference. I'm sure they'll still be happy to recommend you. When we think of quitting, it can come with a sense of dread, fear, and anxiety, but it doesn't have to be that way. Quitting looks different for everyone, and it's also not for everyone. Make sure you assess the pros and the cons, but do what's best for you. Yes, you may be quitting, but look at it this way. What are you gaining? A sense of peace and joy could be created, more quality time with those you love, or more time for you. You can reminisce and share accounts of the journey because you've lived it. You've gained new experiences, knowledge, and much growth that leaves you better than when you first started. Continuous self-sacrificial behavior in toxic conditions isn't heroic. That's neglect. And after a while, that behavior is simply not sustainable for anyone. Hospitals, patients, for self. When you decide to quit one thing, what are you making room for? When you say no to that thing, what are you saying yes to? More adventures, new journeys, new knowledge, new stories. Your story doesn't end there. So today, I encourage you to quit. Quit making excuses. Quit compromising on self-care. Quit neglecting your happiness. And quit waiting for the perfect moment. Because the present is all you have. Don't quit fighting. Don't quit smiling. Don't quit believing. That's taken from the unresignation letter from nurses to healthcare leaders. We believe in the work that we do, but quality matters, safe care matters, and fair pay matters. You have no idea how grateful I am for you tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone and give us a follow on our social accounts at chart underscore life. That's life with a Y. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. That's life with a Y. New episodes are available every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you soon.